If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco. to the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And you know I'm hype because you're here center stage with me. And that is a big deal that you decided to take center stage in your life. Show up for yourself. You know how you live your life is your business. And here on the Get My Life Tour, we are all about practicing vulnerability and showing up as our authentic selves. Thank you. For being here. Oh my goodness. If this is your first time joining me on the Get My Life Tour, welcome. Get on the emails. I like getting that life tour. Okay. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. It is such, you know what I'm saying? A blessing to have you here. And if you've been rocking with me since season one, season two, season three, as of last week, whatever the case may be, thank you for returning and showing up for yourself again. You know, I am so pumped for this stop on the tour because I, you know, I don't even want to, I don't even want to take credit. The universe has really conspired for me to be connected to this phenomenal woman based in Pittsburgh. And I, I was literally blown away when we connected and then began to have conversations. And I realized that there were a number of similarities, but then there were also so many things that I could learn from her. She actually is a boss, okay? I'm trying to get through this bio because I just wanna talk about how great she is. But she is a boss, she is a mother, she is a mompreneur, and she is really out here saving lives and helping single mothers not just keep their head about above water but become more financially literate be able to provide for their children their families and their communities and have a sense of agency no matter what their circumstances are and her name is Renell Jones she is the CEO and founder and the president okay of the alignment chapter. She's doing great things where she is. And I'm so glad that she is center stage with us today. Raynell, welcome to the Get My Life Tour. Thank you for having me here on the Get My Life Tour. I'm super excited. You are more than welcome. There was no way after connecting with you that you were not going (laughs) to come on stage. And I told you that. I was like, look, I hope I'm not being too familiar, but I feel like I've, you know, known you in another lifetime and this is just supposed to be what it is. And we had that conversation. I was like, look, are you down to have this conversation publicly? You you said absolutely. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, you know, I've shared a bit about you, but you know what I'm saying? Do yourself justice. Tell us who you are 
in your hey y'all so my name is raynell jones i'm ceo and founder of the alignment chapter and that's with two l's it's all women aligned the alignment chapter corporation we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but we operate and service 29 different states and 98 communities. We provide same-day emergency assistance to single mothers in need of our support, whether you are a divorced mom, low-income mom, a teen mom, a mom just trying to make it, we provide that support. Not only do we do that, And I don't ask for your arm and your leg. I just ask for a lot of single mothers to get their finances together so they never have to reach out and ask for help again. So we offer a mandatory six-week financially fit literacy program that provides moms with credit repair information, home ownership, savings information, couponing, you name it. I'm providing that education all for free. And I think that's what a lot of women need who are in low-income communities, free services to help them grow and gain their abundance just to catch it, you know, just to catch that abundance of love. Mm -hmm. So um, I started, you know, that because I was a single mom myself. I grew up in the poorest poorest community in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm from Homewood, Brushton. Um, and I was raised by a single mother. Um, my dad is a drug addict, still is till this day. You know, um, I, I say that proudly just because, you know, that doesn't define who I am. You know, it made me the woman who I am today by experiencing a lot of those single mom struggles. And that's what made me start the alignment chapter. Right now, one of the other words that comes to mind about you or when I think about you is resilience. (laughs) You know, I saw um, what you posted about your father Mm -hmm. on Instagram and that actually warmed my heart. So many of us are not honest or don't want to deal with our family members or loved ones who struggle with addiction. And in you mentioning him now and you sharing about him and, you know, you, right, the product of being his daughter online, I was like, you know what, I wish more people would have honest <laughs> conversations about being in relationship with people who experience that right. kind of sickness, right? right? I, I went through this program and ended up working at this organization. And one of the ways that the founders uh, described our generation was the after crack generation. Right, just because of how hard it hit. Oh my gosh! Right, so many of relatives, so many of my relatives in my family, people in my neighborhood, growing up, struggled with addiction. Right, Um, a number of people, you know, fell victim to it as far as like losing their lives and you know their families, their homes, so many things. But I say all that to say that I really appreciate you showing up that way, right? Um, I don't know what your relationship with your father is like, if it's existent, non-existent, but I do appreciate you saying Mm -hmm. that and sharing that. And one of the reasons why I did share that is because a lot of women share their success stories. You know, you go on Instagram, you see people Mm -hmm. sharing their bios, where they come from, but a lot of women do not share what they currently are in pain of. 
you know, what they currently wish they had thereof. And sometimes, you know, I'm I'm very authentic. You know, sometimes I wish I had that dad. You know, sometimes I wish I had that dad that I can shout out on Instagram and say, oh, I'm doing this for my dad. You know, I'm blessing him like I'm blessing these moms, you know, and I don't have that relationship with my dad. I haven't seen or spoken to my dad in probably over three years, you know, and those are the things that um, we're missing in my life was like, you know, that father figure, you know, I was raised by my brother, you know, it was just me and him. We, we all we have. And, you know, I wear that on my sleeve because my granddad was my father, you know, back in the day when that era hit a lot of our grandparents with our parents, you know, sometimes our mothers wasn't, you know, able to be moms. They didn't know what it was like to be moms. They were so busy trying to survive out here, you know, leave, kids home alone, trying to deal with different things, their baby's father's in jail from, you know, selling dope and doing different things like that. That single mom struggle is what makes you just step out and do things and act wild. And it depletes your mental, you know? So looking at my mom, you know, seeing how resilient she was, because she had, you know, her child's father was addicted to drugs, you know, and she's out here doing the best that she can do, you know, and he still is not in, you know, active in my life. And those are the things that I wish I had. A lot of people, entrepreneurs don't talk about what they wish they had currently or say they overcame that. Say that. <laughs> I've right never Come overcame that hurt. You know, I still wish I had my dad, but it didn't stop me from doing what I wanted to do to fulfill my purpose, even though a, a piece of me is missing, which is having an active father in my life. Mm. That's real. And so well said. <laughs> my goodness. So many of us do not talk mm-hmm. about what we are going through. You know, there's the aesthetic in the brand story and the style guide and the goals that we're setting out to accomplish and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, cool. So you're going to die and show your phone. Like, what's up? Like, is that high? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that what we're doing? You know what I'm saying? Not this season, not this time around. You know, this new decade, 2021 is really calling us higher, as low as it seemed as this nation has already been, right? But I believe as spiritual beings, like there are individual callings placed on our lives and we have to really step up to the plate this time around. You feel me? We can't just fly by, just can't shelter in place, you know what I'm saying? And hide within ourselves. We, look, it's time. It's time. When I saw your post, just last thing, last comment about the post about your father. But when I saw that, I was like, look, this is the kind of, you are the kind of people, right? You are the kind of person in proper English that I I want to be connected to because of your level of transparency as I do business, right? I'm thinking about how I can form relationships with people who are aligned with me, right? Not necessarily further ahead or people who have to pull up all the time, right? in alignment with where I am Mm. and who I am right now that I can continue to build with. I was like, look, (laughs) this is what I'm looking for right here. It's right here on my timeline. (laughs) I'm glad I could hit you up, but we have to 
be in alignment as we do business, as we show up for ourselves, as we live our lives, right? Since that is our business. Tell me more about why you decided to name your your business the alignment. Girl, let me take you down a trip down memory lane. Okay. So y'all y'all might want to sit back and okay. lace your boots up for this. So <laughs> born into poverty. Okay. Everybody knows. When you are born in a poverty, you're probably raised by your grandmother or you raised by a single mom. Okay. And one of the things they always drill into us is go to college, go to college and you'll make it. Get to college, you just got to get there and you'll make it. So that was my ultimate goal. You know, I went to high school for three years. I graduated early, you know, because I did what I had to do. I just wanted to make it out. That was my thing, was I needed to make it out of this ghetto. I've seen so much. I've dealt with so much at a young age that I had to get out of this ghetto, you know, and I started a relationship young, you know, and I was a teenager and that relationship carried over. However, it was a domestic situation that I was in. So I was in a really bad um, domestic violence situation. However, I did enroll myself in a college. I got my own house because I always said, I remember being homeless and pregnant because I was trying to, you know, start over and get away from him. And I remember being homeless and pregnant and saying, I'm not having my baby living under nobody's roof. Like I'm not doing it. So I was working as a housekeeper, pushing this heavy cart at the hospital. And finally, I had my baby. You know, I had my own house. I had my baby. I was going to college. I was still trying to run from my child's father because he was adamant on being in his her life. And like, you know, listening to your family, you know how they say, like, don't do that. Don't keep him away from the child and don't do that. Because sometimes family can be the toxic in your life that you're trying to run from, well, for real. And they could probably give you bad advice that you mm-hmm. shouldn't take. Always do what works for you. And if you feel like it ain't for you, don't deal with it. And I say that to this day. And I remember me trying to juggle rent, bills, feed her. Uh, Wick wasn't giving me enough formula. So I had to get more formula with some food stamps. And with the food stamps I had wasn't enough. And it was just so much that I didn't understand how to manage my finances, you know, how to get my life right. You know, (laughs) I had no idea how to do that until, you know, things hit me hard. You know, I, I remember you know, waking up at 5 a.m. every morning, making sure I made it down to the bus stop by six. I had to get her to her sitter by 7, 7.30, run back to the bus stop, get to class by eight. I was a full-time student. Hello? (laughs) I had to get off of out of school, be to work by 3 p.m., Work as a housekeeper, janitor, whatever they want to call it in the hospital. Work as a housekeeper and janitor until 11 p.m. that night. I wasn't making it back to my baby till midnight. And then it was in a cold. And I remember I would not, I would have to run from that bus stop to grab her. They, the, the, my sitter was my cousin, so she already knew what time it was. She would have her ready. So she knew I had to grab her to make it to the bus up the street by 1230. It got to the point where I used to run with her on mm. my harness all the way to the bus stop and the, to the point where the bus driver would purposely wait for me. 
because he knew I was coming with this baby. I will make it home at 1 a.m. I will sit up and study and do it all over again. I had no life. I just was living to pay bills. I was living to close my child. I was trying to be a good mom. And what I say, I was trying to make it out. So I thought going to school was the thing that I needed to do. And then I fell behind on some bills. I had a shutoff notice, but I wasn't getting paid till that Friday. The shutoff notice was for that Wednesday. I'm trying to beg with them not to shut it off. And I remember always leaving a light on to see if they shut my lights off. But that morning when I got home and them lights was off and I was studying with my daughter in the dark, okay, in the dark, because my lights was off. I didn't want to tell nobody from embarrassment. I didn't want my family talking crap about me because you know how sometimes family get down when you at your weakest moment. So it was at that moment where I had those thoughts in my head, like, you know, maybe this ain't for me. You know, maybe she deserves somebody else. I was having suicidal thoughts and and, and that's not okay. <laughs> Thinking back on it, like I was having suicidal thoughts because I was so overwhelmed. My mental had declined from doing that every single day. And that's where I know I had my get, I got to get my life together. Like this is, this is, this is the moment where I got to, I got to do something. I got to, I got to do whatever it is that I got to do to get my life together. And it was at that moment where I realized I needed to self-educate myself on saving couponing and and I've been doing that for 10 years. I remember I started couponing. I remember stockpiling things. I remember seeing moms at bus stops. And I remember that because we caught the bus every morning. We all was going through the same struggle, same struggle, different person. And I remember, you know how you hoard giant eagle bags or you hoard like food store bags? Like, you know, you got to move. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, right yes, underneath the yes, uh, kitchen I remember okay. having stockpiles of stuff. Like, I don't need all this stuff. I can give it out to some moms. I remember putting her in a harness and having bags of stuff, going to the bus stop and handing out lotions, deodorants, you know, pampers, wipes. And the tears that came down their eyes, like, do you, you have no idea. I was debating on whether I was going to buy myself pads or buy her some diapers. That right there made me want to keep doing it all over again. And I've been doing that for 10 years. Just always giving back because I had a coupon habit because that's mm-hmm. what helped me save money. You know, I had a coupon habit. And I started the alignment chapter really in 2019 because I witnessed a mom um, on a homestead Grace Bridge. She got out her car while her four kids was watching and she jumped. And it wasn't because she was crazy. She was on drugs. It's because she was mentally depleted. Like she felt like she didn't deserve to be here. It was too hard being a mom. And I said, you know what? That's it. I need to get all women aligned with their purpose, help them get on their feet, help them do what they need to do. And that's why I started the alignment chapter. That was it right there. Let me tell you something. I I called your name because I was not 
attempting to cut you off. I legit, <laughs> I'm just like right now, right now, you know, one of those is, oh my goodness. Let me tell you something. There are not many women like you. I had been trying to think of who it was that you reminded me of. And you, her name is a little, her nickname is a little funny, but her name is Porky. I can't, I think her, her actual name is Sandra. But Porky lives on Head Street on the same block as my mom, my sister, myself. And our grandmother owned a home mm. down the hill, our grandparents. That house was sold a number of, you know, of my mother's sisters struggled with addiction. Mm -hmm. It was seven. She was the youngest of the seven. And, you know, they all had to figure it out. Everyone had kids and all, everyone had to figure it out. So once the house was gone, would that create housing insecurity, right? Um, but there was this one woman named Porky who made sure she took care of everybody. And when my mom, my sister, myself were experiencing bouts of homelessness, she would allow me and my sister to go through her cabinets. And we would have our little mm -hmm. shopping bags from underneath her counter. I would literally climb onto the counter because the cabinets were so high. Mm -hmm. And she lived in a project and she would, she would let us come in yeah. and raid her cabinet. She got her food and she'd like, grab what you want. It's okay. Go to the freezer. So I would grab all kinds of canned foods, snacks, cookies, crackers. She sometimes had frozen meat for us. And my only caveat was that I would not eat meat out of a can unless it was like <laughs> uh, salmon. I can make a salmon croquette with, but <laughs> Okay, a little fake bougie early on, but that's who you remind me of when you when you speak of the story of you gathering things from your your living space mm -hmm. to give out to women at the bus stop. You know, I've I've opened up about you know experiencing homelessness and housing insecurity and growing up poor here on a Get My Life tour and you know other seasons, but right. I'm so glad that you are here and that you are speaking yes. <laughs> as a millennial mother, as a single, as a, as someone who was a single mom and as someone who is doing the work and uplifting others. There are so, I can't even imagine the mm -hmm. amount of women in our age group who are struggling or who have struggled this way. Right. And I know there is the other side of your story, which we will get to as well. But I'm so glad that you are sharing this because, like you said, people don't talk about what it is that they're going through. You know, I don't believe that we should sell a sad story. I stay right. away from that as much as possible as a journalist, because I, I don't believe in that. Like, I don't 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 do that. You know what I'm saying? People pimping themselves out, telling their stories for whatever, thinking that it's going to, you know, get them to the next level. There's a way to tell your story and there's a way, you know what I'm saying, um, that it should not be told. But I'm so glad you're sharing this because 
so many people are embarrassed by their circumstances. Um, and then there are women like you who strategize to help other people right. and succeed. And no matter what it is, <laughs> so my hat is off to you. That was my long-winded yes. way of saying my hat is off to you, okay? Thank you. Mm. Yeah. You're welcome. The alignment chapter. You know, you're you're really touching women all over. You you kind of like said it, and I know it's a fact, right? But you brushed over it a little bit. Families in 22 states and in 83 <laughs> communities. You are one woman. One. Mm-hmm. You're providing financial literacy. Uh, you're teaching women how to coupon, right? You provide relief and relief to women in their families and emergency relief, right? Yeah, helping people set up bank accounts. You're buying women boots and feminine hygiene products. You've you've helped people in um, goodness with hurricane and for hurricane that Ida is with no grants. <laughs> Hello, I don't any grants. Um, everything Hello. was just from life saving donors, people who just caught the vision and wanted to donate. You know, and you know, I struggle every month getting donations just because you know I'm a black woman. You know, a lot of people. Uh, it's it's just a different saying. You know, it's sometimes it's hard to say. You don't even want to say the distasteful thing that it's hard to find black women that support black women. And (laughs) it's such a distasteful Mm -hmm. thing to say. And a lot of people aren't bold (laughs) enough to say it. But if you are listening, you know, I'm very transparent and honest. That's the one struggle I always had was, you know, I never had support system since I was young. So I never leaned on nobody to support my vision when I got older. All I did was work super hard. So women who caught the vision, they caught it and they wanted to share. They wanted to donate. They wanted to do what they can to get the word out there. And that's how I was able to stay open and stay afloat, even through through COVID. You know, those are the things that meant a lot to me. You know, the women who've lived it, who felt it, even if they're not a single mom, they was raised by one. And that's what helped me stay afloat. So, you know, it's it's those things that matter to me is my life saving donors. They mean a lot to me. Even if it was them just sharing, it means a lot to me because it was something that helped me help another mother. You know, those are the things that I thrive on. Right. Right. And, you know, this is to get my life. Mm-hmm. So we all about supporting women. OK. And I look, I know that that experience of oh, the lack of support exists for so many of us. But I do want to highlight the mm-hmm. work that you're doing to build relationships with other women. Um, you're a part of Girl CEO. By Ronnie Brown. That is how we connected. <laughs> yes. And that's a that's a beautiful network right there. Okay. I I have been able to connect with so many young women. And you know, a lot of times we think that we should be reaching up and trying to get to the person who has yes. this influence and who made okay. X amount of dollars this it. month or that <laughs> year. And that's all we see. And that's 
look, that's all we're going mm-hmm. for. And I'm like, check this out, raggedy individual. Instead of you trying to clout chase, okay. how about you lay your foundation with those around you? You know, I, I mean, have that's just your, your way of speaking. I always the day, that's that's see how I'm very organic. <laughs> I can't change my way of speech to appease somebody who's not paying a bill in my house. So the way that I speak, if you take offense to the way that I speak, that's your personal defense mechanism. But the way that you speak, never be apologetic about how you express yourself. Because Black women always have to put a different persona on because we don't want to be mistaken as this or that because of the way we express ourselves. So... Very true. Very <laughs> true. Right. Look, I, I stop myself sometimes. I'm like, okay, Lydia, remember mm-hmm. people are here because they want to receive something. But I agree. I do agree. But back to my original point, we have to lay the foundation of whatever it mm-hmm. is that we are doing with those around us. That is so important. You know, here on this platform, it is us lifting as we climb, straight up and down and across, right? Lateral moves only. And I know that there are so many people trying to get ahead. They're strategizing their next move and this and that. But a lot of people aren't playing chess. They're playing like, I don't even, I don't even want to say checkers. Like, what's the little game when you race to pick up the fishes with the little magnetic? fishing rods that's what mm-hmm. a lot of girl yes that's what it looked like a lot of people are playing you know what i'm saying trying to grab as many fish yep. at whatever table Relax. they get an invitation to and it's like right. chill out you don't have many fish because you rushing you know what i'm saying or right you're trying to do what the next person is doing and it's not working for you but you have been able to garner tremendous support and i believe that those who are tuned in will be able to, you know what I'm saying, aid you in that way and support you because of who you are. But let's get into who has tapped you and who has, you know what I'm saying, seen you for who you are and the work that you're doing. (laughs) I'm talking about Essence. I'm talking about Ellen DeGeneres. I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying, so many of these organizations who have said you know, girl it was 2020 was like the whirlwind for me like you ever feel like you ever look at a tornado and be like i wonder how i feel to be in there <laughs> i don't care everybody had that moment like oh that was mm, fine girl, but okay. i ain't trying to get up in there it was one of those moments for me in 2020 okay. <laughs> because 2020 sucked me through like this crazy tornado but it was going up you know how do you talk about success? You go up. You don't go mm-hmm. down. You you go up. And I felt like me doing what I was passionate about and simply just showing the world how passionate I was about what I was doing is what made people see me. It was me being in my purpose and not in what made me money. I wasn't making no money off of helping that near one of these moms that was suffering through COVID, not one, but I definitely benefit from helping them grow. So when I had got a call from Ellen, the Ellen show, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'm thinking, you know, hey, it's just 
one of these calls, you know, I'm not going to be on Ellen. You know, girls that come from where I come from don't go on shows like that. You know, I've been watching Ellen for years because she is hella funny. So I'm like, girls like that don't go on Ellen. And before I got a call from Ellen, I remember um, there's an actor. uh, Her name is Lena Dunham. She is, uh, I believe she's British. And she saw Mm -hmm. my vision and was like, hey, I don't know you, but I saw you on Instagram and I resonate with your story. Like, I want to raise some money for you. And I'm like, that's so dope. Like, you know what I mean? Like, thank you. You know what I mean? She was, you know, a Caucasian British lady. You know, she was super nice, super sweet. And then right after that, I got a call from the brownie company, Paper Towels. And I said, oh, okay, how how you doing? You know, like, hey, you know, we want to feature you on one of our commercials. You know, our commercial is going to run for whatever duration. You know, would you be interested in being featured? However, I said, you know, if you want to feature me, I would like for you to provide something for my moms. You know, (laughs) what can you provide for my mom? See, it's never about me. You know, what can you provide for these moms? And they provided thousands of paper towels. When I say they donated thousands of paper towels, I've never seen this many paper towels in my life. I got every paper towel donated, girl. Every (laughs) paper towel they donated, I sent it right back out the door. And right after that, then came Ellen. And then came, you know, her surprising me and blessing me and letting me know, like, I found you on Instagram. I see all that you're doing. Like, I see all that you're doing. Like, I see it all. Like, I see it all. You're amazing. This is why I wanted to invite you here to surprise you because what you're doing, I've never seen nobody do that before, just from the heart. And that made me feel like, wow, somebody, they, you know, people see what I'm doing. Like, what I'm doing matter. You know, I don't, I don't do it to be seen. I do it so I can be the voice for a lot of moms who are scared to speak up about their situation, you know, and Essence sent me an email and said, Hey, we like you. We want to, you know, honor you. We want to give you the essential hero award. And I'm thinking in my head, like I got an Essence subscription each month. Okay. I always dream, girl. How many, I don't know how many girl ladies out here got their essence subscription, <laughs> but I know I do because I love reading me some essence. And I always dreamed of being on the cover of Essence. Like that was always like my biggest dream. Like I want to be on the cover of Essence. Like it was just a black girl's dream. It was just like a black girl's dream to me. I, I don't know. It was just something that's mm-hmm. always been my head. <laughs> For real. So when I was honored at the it's Essence real. Festival, yeah. That I don't think I was woke. You know how something happened and then you like, this didn't happen. I don't think I was really woke until my grandfather told me, you know, Raynell, you were honored at the Essence Festival as an essential hero. And he said, you don't know how proud you made me, you know, regardless of what you've ever been through. And you've been through hell and back. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you for using your gift that you were blessed with to help other people and being recognized for what you do. That's when I woke up like, wow, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't pay attention. 
You ever be so much in a tornado, like I said, you don't pay attention to your own success. You're not present. Yep. We're not present. Yeah, we're not just going through the motion. Just going through the motion. (laughs) You know, there there is so Mm -hmm. much that we experience as women who have overcome and continue to overcome and persevere and build our resilience that at times I truly believe that impacts and affects our ability to be present. You know, we're just so used to going through those emotions and, you know, checking something off of our list or being recognized finally, right, for something that we've been doing all this time. It's just like, oh, okay, thank you so much. Okay, on to the next thing. All right, let me pack these boxes. Let me make sure this this, this sponsorship is coming in. Let me get to this next article. Okay, let me make sure my kids are good. Okay, let me go make sure this person is that or, you know, it's a very real thing. That's why practicing being present is so right. important and critical to our well-being because we don't realize how powerful we are Mm. until we have that gut check moment or we can no longer experience Mm -hmm. the things that we were once able to do or accomplish. And then you look back on it and you have to reflect and that's all you can do. You really can't even enjoy it because the moment has passed, Mm -hmm. but we've gone through that life just passing what it was. (laughs) I felt like everything happened with me but I wasn't paying attention. Like I, I wasn't even present in what was going on in my life. Mm. I was too busy trying to help more than to realize right now, do you know all of this happened to you literally in less than a year, mm. like all of this and you just still moving. So I agree with that. I think as women, sometimes mm-hmm. we got to sit back and be like, I might not have a million dollars. <laughs> I might not have this and I might not have that. But goddamn, that is very successful to do and be honored and be recognized for the things that you do. Even if it's the littlest things, I tell all women, celebrate your small wins, honey, because I can guarantee you, you are better than what you were last year. And take that moment. Girl, how many, how, you can't get, you know how you get lost and you don't even take that moment to celebrate. Take that moment to celebrate. Don't be humble, be loud. You know, I tell people all the time, like, oh, she's loud, you know. Don't, that what people going to say that I'm showing off. If they saying you showing off, they hating. If they saying that, telling you to be humble, that's your, your biggest hater. Never be humble about your success or something that means the world to you. I don't care if it's your nails. I don't care if you just, you bought yourself a person. You haven't done that in years. Be loud about what you're proud about because live in that moment. Because as we can see, as the world's going today, oh my gosh, you never know what's going to happen the next day. So my message to all the ladies is live in your moment. Never be humble or quiet about nothing you're excited about. Nothing. Because tomorrow's never promised. And that's a guarantee. Yeah, that's real. (laughs) Okay, look. Right now. 
How are you slowing down to take in everything that you've been able to accomplish for these women? One of the biggest things that meant the world to me was doing more for more. Um, and I look at my numbers and I get in a drilling and rush. Numbers make me excited. And I'm not talking about numbers and dollar signs because money washes away and it comes and goes. I'm talking about numbers and women I've helped to see that number go from 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. And when I sit down and I open my little laptop, y'all know how we sit down, we open a little laptop and look at our little, little spreadsheet or whatever we got going on. And I see those numbers grow. That's the time I take to say, you know what? I did that. Like I, I did that. Like I'm doing this and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself. But I'm going to be very honest with you. I have never taken time to myself. I've never taken time to slow down. Still to this day, I haven't taken time for right now. You know, because even though I'm helping other women, I still have to, you know, get myself where I'm comfortable. Okay? Because people don't talk about their comfortability. I want to get myself where I'm financially comfortable enough to feel like I can hire people, to feel like I can sit down. You know, a lot of women that are successful don't talk about that, that I am not where I want to be at financially. You know, my business is, but Raynell is not where Raynell wants to be at financially. Mm -hmm. So in this goal in my 2021 moment is, I want to give more, but I want to give more to myself. I want to put myself out there more. I want to monetize Raynell Jones because Raynell Jones is more powerful, is more powerful speaking, engaging, doing things with women. You know, I want to monetize myself because I believe in me. I believe that I can change a life by just talking to somebody. And that's my biggest thing. You change your mindset, you save a life. And I can change anybody's mindset that sits in front of me. I don't care if it's on a Zoom. I don't care if it's in somebody's house. I always master changing the way women look at life in general and letting them know it's okay to be who you are. Because people ain't going to buy your product because it's a product. A lot of people buy the product because they like who the person is. And that's just being real. So I always tell women, don't duplicate what she doing. Don't duplicate what you see on Instagram. You be exactly who you are. You post that picture how you want to post it. Whether it got good light and good content, bad light or not, they ain't going to like what you look like for looking like somebody else, they going to like who you are. So that need to focus more on monetizing myself to be more secure for my family while I'm helping other families. You know what I mean? That's one of the things that I want to pour more into in 2021. I haven't even taken the time to sit down for right now. So I need to figure out how to do that. (laughs) I want to challenge you to start with a micro step, right? That single action mm-hmm. every day, you know what I'm saying? Breathing when you first wake up in the morning, you know, for, I don't know, a minute or yeah. two, not looking at your phone, 
You know, I know you got to get your kids up in the morning, whatever it is that you can do to take a minute, literally a minute to yourself will, I believe, empower you to just continue to take another minute and then 30 mm-hmm. more seconds and then the whole 10 minutes one day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that you can have time because look, the world needs you, but right now needs you too. And there is no way that I'm about to have this conversation with you on a Give My Life Tour offline, you know what I'm saying, or wherever, and hear that you're not taking time to yourself. Look, we are accountability partners at this point. And I could only imagine those two in there probably like, uh-uh, girl, we need you. Take some time to yourself, okay? Um, look, we, we can't have you having a good 2020, yes. <laughs> a smooth 2021 and 22. Like, oh my gosh, where's mm-hmm. right now? No, look, take, take that minute. Start with a minute. You know, <laughs> I am so excited about everything that yeah. you are setting out to do and all the things that you've already done. Right. I'm, I'm hype about people hearing from you seeing you, you know, there is this affirmation that my sister uh, shared with me. I'm, I'm attempting Mm -hmm. to memorize it. I think I have it, but let me refer to my notes, right? So it's you're worth knowing, loving, and keeping. And I don't know who the, the author of that quote is, but that right there your worth knowing, loving, and keeping yes. <laughs> is one that comes to mind, right? Mm-hmm. You are worth knowing, loving, and keeping. This is why we need you to take that minute. This is why we, yes. as your heart desires, need to hear from you and continue to hear from you, right? And support you because you yes. are worth keeping. The alignment chapter is worth keeping in our community, right? These mothers. Like, what's going on? I can only imagine if there's a single father tuned in, probably like, hey, what's up? (laughs) Right? Yes, that was my plan, too. too, You know, single fathers need help, too. Um, we look up, we look away from single fathers, but there is a lot of single fathers out here that is doing a daggone thing, and I ain't gonna shade you at all. There is a single fathers out here doing a daggone thing right. and and kudos to you super proud to I you take so. my hat off to you you is doing the daggone thing but i need to represent my moms at the moment <laughs> yeah. okay that's fair that is fair you know before we get into your mic drop moment and i, I don't want to let you go but let us know what's next for you, you know, personally and with the alignment chapter. You said you want to speak more, you want to be known and all these great things, right? You're, you're going to take that minute, start tomorrow. Maybe what's start next for right now is I've always wanted to put out my own, book, right my own memoir about my life and how I overcame things um, on my own. So I want to work on putting out my own book this year. Um, that's the biggest thing that I wanted to challenge myself to do. Um, I want to challenge myself to give more of my personal knowledge to other women who are just like me. Because there's a, not, a lot of women who are afraid 
who are afraid to speak out because they don't feel like they're on the same level as another woman. You know, you could be in a room full of women and make $200 billion and compare it to your $1,000 check, but you can stand out by being who you are and you can also change their life by giving your own personal experience and knowledge on how you've overcame things. And I always wanted to give more of that to more women. So my goal for me this year is to be more transparent. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Be more transparent. Um, Tell more of my story. Come on. Um, Give more of my personal knowledge. Um, Invite myself to the table. Okay. Even if Hello. I'm not invited, Hello. invite myself to <laughs> the table because up? I know my worth, you know. And for the alignment chapter, I plan on opening up in more states. My biggest plan is to buy a warehouse, a big warehouse. My biggest goal is to buy the mm-hmm. biggest warehouse. My biggest goal for the alignment chapter is to buy the biggest box truck, then paint it a sparkly, glittery pink. And go from state to state and do the biggest giveaways ever. That's my <laughs> biggest goal for the alignment chapter in 2021. So I'm working super hard to make sure I fulfill that goal. I want to pull up in communities. And when they see that truck pull up, you ever watch Ellen and on 12 days of Christmas, when they would they hear that ding, ding, they be like, ah! Yes. I want them to be like, there she <laughs> I want them to lose day cool. So that's my goal for 2021. Love. It's just to monetize myself more, take more time out for Raynell, invite Raynell to places where <laughs> Raynell ain't even invited. <laughs> but that's me manifesting my dreams. Um, I don't want to be seen more. Love. I want to be heard. That's the difference. I don't want to be seen. I'm not starstruck. I don't want to be here, here, here. Mm. I want to be heard because I feel like my voice can change somebody's mental space. My knowledge can put somebody in a different space in their life where they think that they're at where they want to be at. But once we start talking for real, like about our daddy issues, our mommy issues and our parents claiming, you know, or uh, they helped us get to our success and they never helped us pick up a book. Those are the different things that I want to get on a level and talk to women about who can relate. So that's my goals for 2021. Mm. <laughs> Hello. Look, and you've already started. Hello. You've already <laughs> started. And I'm so glad that I could start you know what I'm saying, this year with you as you set out to reach. Oh, thank you. you. See that, are, that you fill me up, girl. Are. Fill me up. See that black girl magic? Fill me up. <laughs> Why not? That's always yes. my question. And I always ask that. People are probably like, well, that's one of your favorite questions. Why not? Why not? It doesn't yes. do anything. It doesn't yes. take anything away from me to root for you. Yes. Like I still have hands. You feel me? I can still be heard if I'm rooting for you. And 
that's where a lot of us need to get to. I'm not claiming that I've arrived, but I'm just, I'm honestly saying a lot of us need to get there. Yes. It's too much um, that we could be doing together and we choose not to. So look, I want to do life with you. That was my official (laughs) sister proposal right there. Okay. Um, (laughs) But yes, oh my gosh, Renee, look, we're going to have so many uh, parts of this conversation. We've already talked about our Instagram live conversation and so many other things. And I cannot wait to get with you because this is what we're supposed to be doing you know, no, it's one another, supporting one another in a real way. Mm-hmm. It's not all about celebrity and cloud and who can do what, right? <laughs> so, yes. you know what I'm saying? On that note, you've given us so much. And I really feel like <laughs> you saying, I want to do more for more could have been your mic drop moment, but it wasn't. So I need you <laughs> to drop <laughs> the mic i want you to dig deep down into yourself and be loud about who you are never be ashamed about any situation that you're in because your testimony can save another woman's life and that's just period and that's my mic drop moment I might make something crash. Oh, she's talking about my living oh my situation <laughs> right now. Look, yeah. that's just real. Mm-hmm. Hey, okay. honesty is the best policy. Some cool. of us need to be called up. You know what I'm saying? Not not called out, called up from yep. our from our situation. You know what I'm saying? Take up your mat. <laughs> oh my gosh social Look, media instagram you can follow me at Raynell jones you can also follow the alignment chapter and that's with two l's you'll see my transparency on there as well also follow me on facebook at Raynell jones and i already mentioned instagram i'm not really too much of a twitter talker but you can follow me there too <laughs> You can stay up to date with me. My phone number is very public and it's public on purpose because <laughs> I want as many mothers to have it, as much access to me as they possibly can. So that's why I make my number public and it's 412-918-6664. So that's how you can stay updated and keeping up with Raynell Jones as I go through a different tornado in my life in 2021. And I'm taking y'all right with me. <laughs> I love that. And as always, to stay connected with the Get My Life Tour, visit the getmylifetour.com. Connect with me using at Get My Life Tour on Twitter because the Get My Life Tour was too long. Facebook, Instagram, all the same handle, the Get My Life hey. Tour. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter. There is merchandise yeah. on the website. You know, the Get My Life Tour shirt is available and people look amazing in them. And you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to say it. Download, subscribe, review. Let 
us know what it is that you want here as you show up. Let me know what you think. Give me your feedback. If you want to suggest someone having us to the website, complete a submission form. If you want to send me feedback directly, email me at joinme at thegetmylifetour.com. And if you want to stay connected with me as I, you know what I'm saying, kill it out here in these journalism streets, do so by connecting with me on all social platforms at Lydia T. Blanco or visiting my website, LydiaTBlanco.com. Love it's this amazing. has been <laughs> all that I need. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I felt like I was sitting down with one of my cousins who was just going, you know what I'm saying, through the motions. This was great. Right now, you are on your way, and I'm so glad that while you're on your journey yes. you came i'm happy to be here you on your way too girl we are on tour together so thank you again yes okay i received that okay look i want to thank you for showing up for yourself i want to thank you for being on tour and i want to thank yes. you for tuning in and listening with your heart it peace. has been real until next time on the get my life tour yeah. peace